Welcome back to the King Bentley Podcast, where every opinion is welcome and every voice could be heard. Episode 46 going up, man. Damn, yeah, 46 already. And the podcast turns a, a year old next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we in for a celebration this weekend. Shout out to all the people who RSVP for the King Bentley Social. We're going up this weekend, man. We're be on the joy that. Minds of young women think to think those types might you remember my shit is cold like December smoother than Persian rubs cashmere chromosome make a nigga jigger jay-z lethal drugs 18 carat gold pen when it hits the sheets words worth a million like I'm rapping them through platinum teeth I got the all beef been turned well done for Don't smell it on my as I <laughs> Let me stop As if you didn't know Jay's about Spitting flow like Down your I'm smooth but deadly like a Pistol Honey's humming melodies when I Rub it like crystal The proper etiquette when I drop the subject Predit Rhetoric I'm solid gold I rap like a Let me stop Nah, man. So right here pulled up this week. Well, I pulled up on right here this week, and we spoke a little bit about football. Spoke about my boy Daniel Jones and how he's proving everybody wrong, and how he's able to come out and show us that despite all of the negative highlights that they tried to convince us with during draft time, I can still ball. I'm capable. I'm capable. I'm not gonna say he is it, but he is capable. He's shown us that he can do it. He also spoke about um, Tom Brady and his selfishness. Some interesting topic there. And um, the Brooklyn Nets upcoming season, you know, they had a press conference this past weekend. And um, we spoke about our reactions to the press conference and things that we saw and heard in the press conference. Didn't get a chance to speak about the Cowboys Saints because we recorded this during the Giants Redskins matchup as well as the Patriots um, Bills matchup. So we did allude to the game a little bit. I will say, though, Dak Prescott finally has to play or finally played against a real defense. And um, we all know how that went for him. Nonetheless, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like, share, subscribe. Shout out to all the new listeners going up every weekend. I'm, every weekend I'm getting new listeners. I appreciate all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But um, hope you guys enjoy it. Sweet Miss Fine Thing for. So why should it change the night? Go tell your peeps, dog. I'm leaving till the day ain't right. I'm pim hard on the trick. Look. F if you lack broke, man, hop up on your good foot. Good foot. <laughs> you're the wrong business, brother. Shoot, give up the pod. You better go get a deal. No, 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 that's 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 that's, that's the good brother hole. Okay. The good brother hole won't catch me thoughts. That second verse. He walked on that. He cooked that. Cooked that. Cooked that. Cooked that. Cooked that. Live on the King Belly podcast. I'm joined with somebody you can't get rid of yet. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I want to call you Rapid or Rapshadamus. <laughs> Yo, man, you can start with Rapshadamus. I like that. I got a good ring to it, man. Got a little, this, this is a name that you coined for yourself since the time you well, not since I was a kid. At least. Yes, since yes. I was a kid. You was, you was a little young adult by them times, but I was a teenager, man. Don't teenager? give me that old young adult. Nah, you was young adult by them times when you jacketed Rapshadamus days. It was like 21, 23. Nah, I was before that. I was like, I was in high school still. Oh, so talking well, mad I, trash. I, I didn't, I didn't hear. You that. didn't hear it till. So I was in my twenties, but I ain't hear that till your twenties. I was I was coining that for a minute. That's a fact, but I I, I know for a fact Rashford Thomas ain't predicting my boy Daniel Jones is gonna be balling the way he balling. That is absolutely right. You didn't predict that. I didn't predict that because you, you was on the you was on the Dwayne Haskins bandwagon too a little bit, right? Yes, I was. I did feel that Dwayne 
Haskins showed a lot in college coming out of the Ohio State University. The Ohio State. And um, I felt that he was a better prospect coming out of college and that he could have done more for the Giants at the time. And I was just very skeptical on Daniel Jones from what I saw out of college coming out of Duke. I didn't really see a lot, Mm -hmm. but – one thing I was I would say, and this is for my boy Luke. He listens to the pod a lot. Shout he wanted to me. He wanted me to uh, Lucas. He wanted me to talk about this as well. But the one thing that Daniel Jones gives the Giants that the Giants haven't had with Eli ever in his career, <laughs> ever in his career, is jokes. Is the ability to move, mm. mobility, throwing on the throwing on the run, and getting out of the pocket and making plays with his feet. Right, his athleticism. He's Eli- much more athletic than I. I, I gave him credit for Eli, Eli, two things. Eli always ran like he had cylinder, cylinder blocks on his feet. <laughs> and um, you, and know, you know what it is too, though. The, I guess the, I guess, I guess you could chalk it up to media bias, but the highlights that we were seeing of Daniel Jones on draft night, things, it was all like they weren't the best. Highlights. No, they, they weren't. They, they weren't. They, he didn't have a great college career, bro. Mm-hmm. Like his percentage wasn't that high. I mean, listen. he didn't have an O line in college though. At Duke, he didn't really have an O line. Yeah, he didn't, and he didn't, and that that was the that was. The defenders for Daniel Jones would say, listen, he didn't have a line. He didn't have a lot of playmakers. I get it. But in college, when you're playing, he was, wasn't like he was playing in the SEC. wasn't like he was playing in the ACC or the Pac-12. He was, he was playing for Duke. So they're not playing the Alabamas, the LSUs, the Ole Misses, the Floridas, or the Clemsons. They're playing a lot of, you know, A&T in Texas right. you know, or South Carolina, Southern University. or You know what I mean? So. Right. When you're playing, all the Lord focus is, is on Zion Williamson and making sure that Coach K and them are playing the right people that they're supposed to be playing. <laughs> That's, That's where all the like, money was all going. The, I'm about to say, all the money is being funneled into the basketball program <laughs> all the and Cameron, over at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Exactly. So you expect certain, like his throwing percentage is supposed to be pretty high. Mm-hmm. His touchdown to interception ratio should be a little greater, t- more towards the touchdowns than to towards the interceptions. So seeing those things in college, seeing, not really seeing any dominant game where it was like, yo, that game right there, okay, I see, I see that I see he it. Do, doing it on the next level. Right. He never really had that game against a quality team. So that's what gave trepidation on why would they be taking him with such a high pick? Because it wasn't that then they weren't saying he's not he can't play in the NFL. But as high as they took him, they felt, hey, you could have got this guy maybe even in the second round. Mm-hmm. Why are you taking him so high? But he's making a lot of people eat crow. <laughs> so far, so far, so far. Nah, I mean, at the end of the day, he did play the Redskins, and before this, he played the what? Um, who did he play? Uh, what was the game before oh, I got, this? I got the schedule right here. Who did they play before this? Oh, uh, Wi-Fi moving slow. What's up with your Wi-Fi, man? My Wi-Fi on fleek. Must mm. be on the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be on the wrong one. Listen. He played the... Uh, See, played, he just, played the Redskins last week. Or well, this week. Yo, what's up, son? What's going on? I'm going to tell you right now. Because you, you're moving super slow. He played the, uh, wait, not the Cowboys. Buccaneers, bro. I'm the here. Bucks. Play the Bucks. Yo, why am I? Bucks is not that good of a team. Which the one Wi-Fi. are you on? Are you on Rap to the One? Rap to the One. I'm on Rap to the One. 5G or regular? Regular. Regular. 5G a little faster? Of course. Yeah. I'm going to touch that 5G, though. So, he played the Bucks, and this week he's playing the Giants. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, it's a close game. Playing the Redskins, right? Redskins. It's a close game. I mean, they're leading. They just put in Haskins, which tells you they're done with Case Keenum. Let's switch back to the to the to the Giants game because right now we know for a fact that um, New England New England is all smoke <laughs> Buffalo. We know that. We know that. <laughs> Third quarter, eight, about eight minutes fifty one in mm-hmm. the in the quarter, 
But Daniel Jones has already thrown two, two picks. Right, two interceptions. So, I mean, he's, he's a rookie. A rookie. He gonna, yeah, exactly. He's a rookie, he's so gonna make he's going to make some mistakes. But the thing is, though, last week I didn't, I did not, I did not anticipate him that his first start to come out four touchdowns. And he came back. And, two of them and was came from touchdowns. behind. And came from behind. And came from behind. And came from behind and won the game. Win. I don't care if it's against the Buccaneers. He did it on the National Football in the, in the National Football League. But the Bucks, and I didn't think he's gonna be able to play in the National Football League. Bucks. I mean, I didn't think he couldn't play in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. I thought he could be a player. Right. But I, the whole thing, people weren't mad that the Giants took him. It's where they took where they him. Took him. It's where you took him. And at the and then the next knock was, if you're taking a quarterback that high, why do you still have Eli, who's taking 20-plus million on your books? If you're grafting a quarterback that high, you need you should get rid of the old guy so you don't have that presence in your locker room where you're moving forward with your new quarterback. Apparently, you see, apparently the, the, the Giants' reasoning behind taking him was that somebody else is going to take him if they didn't take him with that six pick. That makes sense. So now think about it. If, 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 if behind the scenes teams mm-hmm. rumbling and saying we want this guy, then that's going to drive up the um true the demand for want for taking that guy or for getting that there guy. There wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot. But I'm, the, that's what I'm saying. Behind the scenes, there was a lot of demand. It would have came out. It would have came out that oh, this team maybe this is why the Giants didn't took him so high. Nobody on their draft board had Daniel Jones going in the first round. That was the whole thing. <laughs> The Giants were the only one. Right. So they were like, listen, nobody has him on the board. Yeah, we took Why we boy. take that boy so high? <laughs> Why? So that that was the that was the thing. I'm not gonna lie, when when we took him, I thought the fix was in. I thought like, you know, it was because of mm-hmm. the fact that he had a relationship with the Mannings behind the Absolutely. Doors. Same here. I Same thought it was here. something like that. I thought it was one of them that I slid you a twenty real quick to make sure things were right. More than the twenty. More than the twenty, <laughs> but you know what I mean? A 20, <laughs> maybe a twenty stack, a twenty piece, a twenty <laughs> 20 racks, something uh-huh. like that. But and I know, I thought somebody must have slid a 20 somewhere and say, yo, listen, man, we got to make sure this man is on the team. But he's been proven to us so far that, listen, I am the right pick. I so am far, the, he's capable. capable. I'm not, not going not not to jump to that conclusion that he was the right pick yet because the, let's look at the players that came that they could have took instead and compare. Right now, you just got um, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is his first time. He's, yeah, yeah exactly. First game. time actually playing. The other quarterback. Was what Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray okay. was first though. Kyler but I'm not a big Kyler Murray fan. I think he's too short. But I've been saying that though. he's only five nine as a quarterback in NFL. I don't know how long that's going to last. Exactly. So and he, he can't take that much punishment being that that, that small. small. That's a fact. So There's the also, main quarterback that people were saying that the Giants should have taken was Dwayne, was Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. I was one of those. So people. let's give it some time. Let's see what the progression is of Dwayne Haskins alongside Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has one game ahead of him. Plus two quarters, because Dwayne Haskins just came into this game in the, mm-hmm. what, second quarter? Right. So he has a game and two quarters ahead of him. So let's see what happens in this game. One of the, So what, this is probably one of the only times where, like, back, this is probably one of the few few areas in life where black privilege is a thing. But just In football? No, well, in this scenario I'm about to present to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got, we got a black quarterback on the board. We got a white quarterback on the board. Mm-hmm. Automatic, not even just football, athletics. Automatically, I'm like, yo, I want that black guy. Like, I mm-hmm. want the black kid. Right, we, we superior. You feel me? Like I know for a fact this man can move way better than he can. Mm-hmm. He's just like as far as athletic potential, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's as far as physical potential. I knew for a fact Dwayne Haskins had him on him. Right. So in my eyes, I'm like, yo, that's a clear as day option. Like y'all taking that black player over the white player mm-hmm. any day. But hey, it doesn't always happen when it comes to quarterback though. <laughs> Why is that though? <laughs> because over the years, it's taken a long time, and you can go all the way back to um. To guys like Dante Culpepper, who played for the Vikings. You can even go back to um, Cunningham, who played for the Vikings as well. Black quarterbacks who revolutionized the game and showed 
teams that just because I'm a black guy, just because I'm black, doesn't mean I can only play receiver or tight end or play defense. I can play quarterback right, as I can well. Move with the ball. Randall the Cunningham, that's the name. Right. Like those were guys that revolutionized the game and showed GMs. Warren Moon showed GMs, showed teams that black quarterbacks can't sit in the pocket and throw the ball down the field. So they only thought that we could run and use our legs. Is what you're saying? Nah, they only thought that, yeah, pretty much. Or, <laughs> or go after the quarterback, put a head down and go after the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it took time. Like, Warren Moon was one of those guys. Um, Randall Cunningham was one of those guys. And it paved the way for guys now like Dwayne Hacking, like Dwayne Haskins, like Lamar Jackson. Like Cam Newton. Like, like Cam Russell Newton. Wilson and those boys, right. To be able to get the opportunity that even though I'm athletic, I can still sling the ball with my arm. What if, I'll, take it, I'll take it a step further. What if they probably thought that, yo, black, black quarterbacks just don't have the leadership qualities? What if it was past athleticism? Mm, I don't think it was that because you had leaders that were black that didn't necessarily play quarterback Mm -hmm. but were defensive players. I don't know if you know this guy. He's one of the greatest defensive ends ever. His name – what's his name? Played for Green Bay. No, 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 not. He wasn't that much – he was a leader but not that much of a leader. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. He passed away. I was just looking at him. Played for Green Bay for the Eagles. He was like a pastor. People who are listening to this podcast who know football are probably yelling at the at, the, <laughs> at, 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 the, at themselves. Not even they're the yelling point. at us right now like, saying, yo, it's him. What is his name? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm drawing a blank. Oh. It's unlike you, man. It happens <laughs> to the best of us, though. Oh, but he was a leader. Mm-hmm. He was a leader. He played for Somebody's the Eagles, like, Green, yo, for Green Bay. It's X, Y, and Z. He was a leader, Mm -hmm. and he was one of the first black quarterbacks to actually go to Green Bay because there was a stigma on the Green Bay Packers that mostly white guys played there. And he was one of the first linemen to go to Green Bay and play there and be productive, and he was a leader, and a lot of guys respected him. Um, I cannot believe it. As soon as it comes up, I put in greatest players. Reggie White. There it is. Reggie, Reggie White. White. One of the greatest defensive ends of I'll all time. I put in first black Green Bay black as linebacker. He come up, though. <laughs> nah. Bob Mann came up. Yeah, he, he wasn't the first. Right. But, but one of the ver- free right. agents didn't go to Green Bay because of that stigma. And he was one of the first ones that, as a free agent, when he was um, when he didn't re-sign with the Eagles, he went to Green Bay. And he had a great career. Um, so, he was a leader. So you had leaders. You had that examples of that. Examples right. of leaders that ne- weren't necessarily your quarterbacks, but they played different positions. Because you on a football team, because you have so many guys, you're not going to always have just one clear cut leader. Right. Yes, your quarterback is your is your default leader because de, de facto he, leader. De facto leader because he runs the offense. Mm-hmm. He is. He's the CEO of the team. Right. On the He's field. the face of the team. Ooh, ooh, but ooh moving out the packet. Yeah, yeah, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, Eli can't do that. You see what I'm saying? Eli can't do Eli that. Eli can't do that. Eli, Eli can't, can't bop and weave out of the way of a, um, of a, of a defensive line. Eli can't do Spin that. out the pocket, run, go get a first. He can't do that. He can't move like that. Yeah, he can't do and that. And this leads to my next question. What about Daniel Jones stands out about you? From the, from last week's game, what you saw in the four touchdowns and so on and so forth, from what we've been watching with today's game thus far, what stands out about him? What stands out about him is the d- if you look, if you're looking at the game right now, mm-hmm. Um, right now we're in the, the third, third quarter. quarter. We're in the third quarter. Um, Giants are moving down the field. If you're looking at this game right now, if you look at the defense, the defense has to know. They know Daniel Jones is mobile, mm-hmm. so you have to contain him. 
it's called um self you have to self contain them. So that means you have to stay on your blocks and you can't over pursue. Right. When you over pursue, he's able to come up into the into the um into the pocket and then he can run and that's how you have your throwing lane. Right. Your running lanes, I mean. So as a defense, if you know this, but because the Redskins aren't that great of a defense, right. they're, they're not very disciplined. They just can't they're allowing that boy. they're allowing Daniel Jones to eat him apart. And I, I got to give it to him. Like, this was a great switch because you're going, you're giving the young quarterback confidence that going into the season, you gave him a, a scrub team in the Buccaneers, you give him another scrub team in the Redskins. So then, when your when your schedule starts to get hard, mm-hmm. when you start playing teams like the Vikings that have a good defense, and the week after that is the Patriots, you know, if he falters a little bit. It won't be that much visceral anger because it'll be like, hey, it's the Vikings. That, I mean, hey, it's the it's the Patriots. That and also he's a rookie, and like you just said, exactly. being that he's being able to build his confidence up, he probably won't even falter as much as he's expected to. No, because he was able to build his confidence up against worse te- back whack teams. And he's able, and he's throwing the ball. Like I got to give it to him. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed by what I'm seeing. I'm not gonna lie, though. that's one thing I was kind of iffy about. I'm not a hundred percent fully impressed by his arm yet, though. He can he can get it down he, the he, field. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he, he doesn't have a cannon like right. a gun or something. And that's probably what it is. I, I, my, expect, my expectations for like having an arm probably ridiculously high. Mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. he can get the ball to who he needs to get it to. When you think like, of guys, like, when you think of guys in the NFL you, that have guns, cannons, like the Aaron Rodgers of the world, Aaron Rodgers, Pat, Pat Mahomes, Holmes. Cam Newton. He has a cannon, just not accurate, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just, yo, Cam Newton is just real. He's just real athletic and strong. <laughs> yeah. The accuracy always <laughs> had to kind of Carson Wentz. Got a cannon. Um, one guy that he doesn't play anymore now, but um, Fitzpatrick, not Fitzpatrick, um, Drew, Drew Colin Kaepernick Colin. had a cannon. <laughs> nah, Colin he had a cannon. Had a cannon, bro. Quick, quick, quick tangent, real quick. Quick tangent. Mm-hmm. We'll come right back though. Do you think that when Colin Kaepernick, do you think right now Colin Kaepernick still good enough to play in the NFL? Absolutely. Okay. All right, Absolutely. Just, just I mean, just, just, I mean. Listen, Case Keenum was just playing just now. You telling me Colin Kaepernick can't nah. outplay Case Keenum? And his, and okay, the reason why I asked that question because last week somebody was telling me that they don't think Colin Kaepernick was good enough to play in the league. I guess past the fact that he's kneeling, it's past the fact that he's been you know ruffling feathers in the league. They just feel like he's just not good enough, and that's why he hasn't. It's Case. You're, you're telling. If, I would love that person to tell me Case Keenum is better than Colin Kaepernick right now. Right, I would I'll, love for somebody to tell I'll, me I'll that. I would love for somebody to tell me that Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's playing starting quarterback. For the Miami Dolphins is better than Colin Kaepernick right now. They're like those are just two people. I can keep going if you want me to, but you cannot respectfully tell me, without a shadow of a doubt, that Colin Kaepernick, if he had a training camp, to have the playbook, and had a chance next to Ryan Fitzpatrick, next to a Case Keenum, wanting to beat those guys out. You cannot tell me that. Get the heck up out of here. Come on, a full <laughs> training camp with the playbook. He's not beating Case Keenum or Ryan Fitzpatrick out for a job. For those two teams, oh, come on. Like, give me a break, man. Come on. Get out of here. Crazy world. But it is what it is. I mean, that's just the way it is. They they decided that they are not letting him get another job. So mm-hmm. we just got to move on. We Let do. Go. We do. And we got to fight a bigger cause than him getting a job, I guess. I guess it's past that. Think about it. If, we, if, they, if they're not going to give him a job, at, with, with, if we know for a fact he don't, they're not going to give him a job, right? Now we just got to shift our focus on something else. Well, this is how I looked at it. I I kind of stopped um, watching the NFL. Like I didn't really watch it last year, right, a year and, and a half. And for you to take a break from the NFL, is, that's a lot. <laughs> I know, I know. It, it was hard. It was it wasn't easy. I'll tell you that much. But I did because I wasn't. I didn't. And and people would ask me why why are you not watching the NFL. Like 
my best way to explain it is I didn't stop watching the NFL because of um, the injustices that's happened in America to black people because that's been happening since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the NFL's job to solve, to those, solve problems, those problems. In your opinion. That, that's just my opinion. Right. It's not the NFL's job to put their money into black communities. That's not their job. Why I stopped watching, Robbie Williamson, why I stopped watching the NFL was because I did not appreciate the fact that the NFL openly did not give this person an opportunity to win a job in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They they decided amongst themselves, we're not letting him back in, period. That's why I stopped watching, because I felt it was unfair for them to do that to him. All right? Now, why I, now people say, oh, so why are you watching it now? That's You're being a hypocrite. The problem that I've had is, and what I've realized is, in Colin Kaepernick's um, stance mm-hmm. and what he did, the one thing he has never done is speak about it. He has not once explained to us why he's what he's going through. Right? What is he still trying? What his goals are? What he's moving towards? He has not once spoke about it. So I, as a person, can no longer sit back and blindly support. And not I won't say blindly. Mm-hmm. But if you're not telling me what the problem is, I have no connection to you. But that's why I said blindly because it's I like, can't. I, at that point, right. it's like that, that makes sense. Like, it's, it's like you want to you want to know why. Like like let communicate. What's going on? Like exactly. let what's me know on? what's going on. What are you trying? Like did you did they try you out? Are they even listening to you? He has not once spoke. All he does is send. That put, was Dwayne Haskins that just threw that pick six. My bad. I ain't gonna cut you off. You don't, you don't see the holler. I'm listening though. You don't see. Like, you don't run it back. Like. You know, he has not once explained to anyone yeah. what's going on. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to – if you're not talking to me, I'm, I'm not going to continue to try and fight a battle that <laughs> – yeah, that, they, they're, they're, that's what happens when you allow celebrations. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it gets kind of corny. But, yeah, I'm not – I can't continue to blindly not know why I'm standing for something. Right. If you don't look like you're upset about it, damn it, why am I more upset about you about something for you? Mm-hmm. You're a multimillionaire. It is what it is. <laughs> Yo, everybody always goes back to the fact that he's a multimillionaire. Like your problems are smaller than mine because you're a multimillionaire. No, his problems are bigger because the more money you have, the more problems right. you have. But I mean, if you're not talking to me and I don't know what's going on or what the what what the issue is and why you're not getting a job anymore, mm-hmm. you, I don't even know if you still want a job. You just put up uh, been working every day. Every night, except Sundays, try to get a job. <laughs> like that's all you put up, and you're not even saying it. You just put up words. Like, come on, I'm done. It's, I'm I'm done. It's all right though. I wish him the best, man. I really do. But nah, I mean, he's done. Kyle Kevin, they probably getting money behind the scenes doing something completely else that he's just not even. He probably might not really probably get on football anymore. If you if you being honest, <laughs> and and that game is over now. Redskins Giants, it's over. Oh yeah, hundred percent over. Good win, Giants. Y'all. Shout, shout out to my boys, two and two now. <laughs> Good win, Giants, man. I knew. Listen, I knew the Jets was gonna stink. I think we'll stink this bad, but you know. Yeah, I was getting. I was, I was, I was, I was about to get to that. Meanwhile, my rookie quarterback out here, you know, causing a muck. Man, y'all quarterback. I don't know about all that, man. You exaggerated I, I, I a little bit. I did. I did. I did. I did. But you understand, I'm also. It was a decently close game before you just got a pick six. I'm also a Knicks enthusiast, so when you factor in the fact <laughs> that I don't really have much to look forward to when it comes to New York, got a hype sports, on something. Got a hype on something, bro. Got a hype on something. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Of course, I respect it. Oh man, 
Man, nah, I mean, we, we were talking over, we were talking before we started recording, and you said that mm -hmm. um, you were feeling a lot more like Rashadamas than normal. Oh, yes, yes. We got something new for the people, than man. Rashadamas than normal. Than normal. Yeah, man, we got this new, we got we to have that this new segment called Rashadamas. Now, <laughs> right? So, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a go on a little rant. It's not going to be a rant. Like, I'm not upset, but I'm going to give my take on different topics that's going on in sports. Mm -hmm. It can be from basketball, football, shoot, it can even be boxing or controversy within the, in the right, league. Right. But um, the whole premise of it is the fact that Rapay has always thought that he was <laughs> the type of like he was a, a sports predictor. Like a lot of I things, see the future. a lot of things that he that he that he that he predicted, they kind of they came true. So in his mind, he's yes. now Rapstradamus. Exactly. Like he just like God has blessed him with the ability <laughs> to foresee sports scenarios uh, before they even happen. Yeah, man, the stars align sometimes. I'm able to read it. Not, so, not so, everybody has the gift. So let me ask you a question: What stars align for you on Thursday night that 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 proved to you that you are indeed a sports prophet? Well, the Thursday night showdown, quarterback in the NFL is all about how you overcome chaos. Mm -hmm. A lot of people love these young quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield. They're all over them. Thursday night, Aaron Rodgers and Carson Wentz showed us how you play quarterback in the NFL. How so? They put on a show, and Aaron Rodgers put on a clinic without a run game and running for his life for most of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers against a desperate team, a team that really needed a win in the Eagles, who were 1-3, and three, mm -hmm. put 422 yards up on the Eagles. Wicked. Keep in mind, he has a rookie, rookie head coach who can't call plays once, he, <laughs> once he's off the script. And, law, and Matt LaFleur, that's the, quarter, that's, the coach, that's the coach, and lost his best receiver in Devontae Adams. Last night, without Devontae and Jimmy Graham, who forgot how to catch, still hung 422 yards. Jimmy Graham couldn't catch a ball to save his life, unfortunately, in crunch time. Somehow he still put up those numbers on the board. And he still put it up. Now let's talk about Carson Wentz. He ran the ball a lot more, and his numbers aren't great. But with a hobbled Alshon Jeffries, whose play maybe was at 50%, and no deep threat because Deshaun Jackson is out, in loud Lambeau, on the road, his team having nine penalties, can't hear, can't hear anything, was still great. <laughs> can't hear anything. Lambo gets loud, bro. It gets really loud. So for so for for context, it's for, for context, it's the mm -hmm. equivalent of like you playing in Oklahoma in um, Oklahoma City, in, Ex in Chesapeake, Bay exactly. Area. Gotcha, loud, gotcha, gotcha. and it's outdoors. Right. It's crazy. More but, people too. But what I loved about Carson and Rogers throwing from different ang different arm angles, Rogers under constant pressure, and Wits may have had more time, but who was but who was he throwing to? Alshon at fifty percent and no three deep threat. That's how you play quarterback. I like Patrick Mahomes. My, Pat, well, his name for me is Patrick Mahomes boy. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes boy. boy. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes boy. That's, that's his name. That, that's your man. Yes, that's Yo. my man. I like him. Cool kid. Andy Reid is probably the greatest play designer in NFL history. Mm -hmm. He has the best tight end in Travis Kelsey. He has the fastest guy in the league. He has a top seven offensive line. He has everything. He has, like, like all the stars have a line for him. So it's past his talent at this point. Exactly. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. He is talented. But he has so many things around him that's making him even better. It's like steroids. Mm, it's kind of like having Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Steve Kerr calling the shots for you. And then Draymond Green could do a little bit of everything. Exactly. Huh. I like how you try to throw in that you NBA that, analogy. Yeah, I like that. Like, I like that. Steph, <laughs> Steph, Pat Mahomes, you know. You know? Got to relate things a little bit. 
But that's not how the world works. Mm -hmm. Hell, it's not reality. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in the NFL, you have Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are 3-0. and And he's still drinking from a sippy cup in that <laughs> offense. Like, they have you even take the bib off him. They're not letting him sling the ball. And that's why they're getting spanked right now by the Patriots. Mm -hmm. If Aaron Rodgers didn't play and you put in an average quarterback, it would have turned out ugly quick. Because what happened was Aaron Rodgers got to a good lead after the script was over. Now, I'm going to go back a little bit. What, what happens in the NFL, your first 15 plays are usually scripted. Mm -hmm. So everybody knows what the first 15 plays everybody are. Everybody as in on the On team, the offense. On the offense. On the okay, offense. So on offense, the first 15 plays are scripted. So from Thursday to Sunday, you're going through walkthroughs. You're going through practice. And you know, okay, the first play is this. The second play is this. The third play. So that's the first 15 plays. So after those first 15 plays that are scripted, you're then all your plays are coming in from the coach. So the coach is calling in the plays into the headset to the quarterback. Most times, like a guy like Aaron Rodgers, he's probably getting three plays. Two run, one pass. Or it could be the opposite where it's two pass and one run. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers, once he goes up to the line, he's able to see what the defense is giving him. Once he sees what the defense is giving him, he can either go with the run, run play or go with the pass play. Outside of those scripted plays, Matt LaFour was unable to find any creativity or adapt to what the Eagles were giving them on defense. Right. And that's why the game, even though Rangers have 422 yards, they weren't able to punch it in towards the end. I'm watching that game Thursday night. Listen, and anybody, anybody can sell something to you. Right. Like, if you're, if I'm a salesman, I'm about to say, I you're selling this to me, right? You're selling this theory to me right now. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to sell this <laughs> segment, baby. I'm trying to sell it, baby. I got you. Anybody can sell you the newest Jordans, the newest Yeezys right. for you to buy for yourself or for some significant other. Mm -hmm. But what about a brand that you never heard of? An offshoot product that you never heard of that no one knows about. That's going to be harder to sell than selling something that you already know. Anybody can look good when you have plenty of time in the pocket and you, and you can run through your progressions and go through everything and you're at home. That's easy. What's hard is when you're at home, you're down, and you're trying to make a play. Or if you're Carson Wentz and you're, you're, you're one and two, you need a win, mm -hmm. you're in Lambeau, everything's loud, and you got to do something to get that win. Because the last thing you want to do is go back to Philadelphia <laughs> and listen to that media all oh, week. Man. And next week you got to play, I think they play the, the Cowboys next week? I think. All right? That's when it gets hard. That's when you figure out if you're a good quarterback. And with all of that, when you're the better team, mm -hmm. which was Wentz's team, with nine penalties, and he had no one deep to throw to, so you knew the ball was going to, to Alshon Jeffries. And Alshon Jeffries, you can tell he wasn't 100%. Right. He was still able to pull out that win still for the Philadelphia the Eagles. That's Ross that, Radamus. <laughs> So, so it, it, it kind of doubles down on the theory that you have to pay your quarterbacks. And you got to take care yes, of your quarterback. you have to, but you got to get a good one. Look at look at what the Rams got. Rams got out, uh, Jared Goff, and they gave him all that money, and he's still looking like a little bit of a scrub. <laughs> still looking like a little bit of a scrub. A little, little iffy there. Yeah, but they they, they they don't have confidence that he he's going to win their game for them. If you – there's nobody that watches NFL is going to tell you that the L.A. Rams are going to win a Super Bowl if Jared 
um, Todd Gurley is not healthy. If Todd Gurley's not healthy, that offense just doesn't move. Right now, they're winning off the back of their defense with Aaron Donald and all them boys. That's why they're winning, okay? They need, they need Jared Goff to step up and earn that money he's getting, that hundred plus million he's making. That's that's the that's, that's the whole and thing. that's all guaranteed though, right? I think he got a hundred million guaranteed. Yeah, and that's the crazy part. And that's the crazy part about that. Well, see, the NBA is a little different, but that's the crazy part about the NFL. <laughs> right? It's just like we going out on the ledge and we finally guaranteeing y'all money. <laughs> and for you to come out season after season and continuously bait and stink the place up, <laughs> mercy. You're just making it harder for everybody else that's trying to get guaranteed but money. This guy's in the NFL to do that, too. I mean, NBA to do that, too. True, true. I mean, but, it but happens but, but, across but sports. We're, 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 they're used to getting guaranteed money in the NBA. It's different. Like, that's that's standard. The NFL, they're they just trying this new thing out. No, not, not necessarily. It's not all. Listen, there's not a lot of guys that get all that money. Like, it, the, the cap went up because of all the um, revenue sharing that they're getting, that the NFL's getting. So, the cap is slowly, incrementally going up. So... The quarterback play. See what happens. All right, this is what happens in the NFL. Unlike the NBA, NBA everything is 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 rudimentary. Mm-hmm. You can be a point guard, and you can make the same amount of money that LeBron James makes as a power forward. Right. All right. Um, Chris Paul can be making forty million, and a center can be making the same forty million. Right. There's no. It's all about production. Talent. Yeah. Pro- like production talent, talent and production right? and and timing really sometimes too in the NBA. It's a fact. Whereas a lot in, about timing. Very much so. Look at my man Deion Waiters, bro. <laughs> you got that money from Miami. You ain't seen that boy since. You ain't seen that boy since. <laughs> Talking about some Waiters Island. Still waiting for my invite to Waiters Island. Dude. I know, right? So now, now flip it to the NFL. The NFL has this has a situated where quarterbacks make quarterbacks make this, running backs make this, wide receivers make this. The problem is, and I'm gonna give you an example. Look at the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Most people will tell you, if you're not Skip Bayless, is that the Dallas Cowboys run through Zeke. Everything's through Zeke. Zeke is what makes the Dallas Cowboys move. Yet, Zeke only got about $50 million guaranteed. And when Dak Prescott gets his deal, he's going to be getting $100 million plus guaranteed. But you can't tell me Zeke is not more important than Dak. Yet, Zeke will never make the money that Dak yeah, is going to make. Making. That's the that's where the problems in the NFL come. It's structured in a certain way where it's not about your production, but about your position. What position you make. You can be the best playmaker. You can be the best player on your team. But if you're a running back or a wide receiver or a defensive end, you're not going to make that same money that a quarterback makes. It's just the way it is. I believe this year, going into next year, they're looking to change a lot of that. They're looking to change. They want more guaranteed money. They want to get away with the structure of quarterbacks got to only make this. River receivers can't make this. Running backs can only make this. And also the, the the rookie deals, how you can have a rookie on his rookie deal for about seven years before he gets a new deal. Wait. There's a lot of things. Like the franchise tag. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a lot of things, man. It's a lot. You can go how, all how, and how on. How realistic and on. is that for them to be able to change that? How how realistic do you, you think that is? Like how? I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it a buck with you. No cap. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. And no and, I, and I'm, I'm I'm gonna tell you why. Solidarity. You have to have solidarity, and guys have to be uh, 
they have to be frugal in their spending. If you know we're going into a contract year where we want to get a certain amount of money, baby, we can't buy that new Bentley. Yep. Baby, we might not be able to send the kids to charter school this year or save up. We can't buy that new 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 addition to the crib. We can't do this. We can't do that. We got to be a little frugal because money's going to be tight. And it's funny because it's funny you say that because that was the that was the stance that I had when people were talking about just NFL players fighting for social injustice. Period. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the, the league is built on the players, is built on the back of black players. Right. And it's like they don't. It's almost not not that they don't realize the amount of power they have, mm-hmm. but it's like maybe they just can't afford to have that power. Like maybe their maybe their spending is at a point where it's like I need all of these checks that are coming up next season. That if I take any time away from this game, it's not true. my family. Which means it's not true. It's possible. It's all about budgeting, bro. Like I know, but I'm you, saying I understand that. I agree with you. Uh-huh. It's all about budgeting. But if you don't, if you're not budgeting, that you you can't take the same risk that somebody that bu- that's budgeting is. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying a lot of these guys probably aren't budgeting their money, and that's probably why they can't take these risks and these it's sacrifices. It's not a it's not a good enough excuse. I'm gonna tell you why. All right, so I watch. I'll be honest. I watch a lot of uh, sports TV over the years, right? <laughs> so there's certain things that I've heard and I know that happens, especially for rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, rookie um, guys coming into the league when they get signed, when they get drafted, they go to a symposium. Mm-hmm. Same with the NBA. with with right with ex players that have done good for themselves and maybe not that that not have budgeted their money right Mm -hmm. and they sit through a symposium where they tell them everything they can about saving your money about lockouts about the plans from the nflpa and what they want to do for you all these things are things that they do period that happens now you can't claim ignorance when you have to sit in a conference for about i don't know how long i don't remember how long it is where they're telling you everything about budgeting about staying within your means, about your contract. You're on your first contract. Don't, you never, and I know you've heard this, you never spend all the money from your first contract. You don't. The money you really, when you really want to ball out is that second contract. That first contract, you chill. You don't overspend. Because then the next contract, you have to take whatever they give you. Mm -hmm. And you got to realize these. You got to settle. Exactly. You got to realize these owners are billionaires. Right? Multi-billionaires. They're connected. If you play for a team, right, you're telling me they don't know anybody at that bank that holds all your money? You don't think they can call in a favor and find out how much M's you got in your account (laughs) if it's running a little low? I never thought about that. Think about it, bro. You're talking about billionaires. Right. It's a business. If I don't have to give you 15, if I know you got $500,000 in your account, Mm. but you got a house, you got a two, three, four Bentleys, you got a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, and you're thinking about buying a a, 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 a Bugatti? A new one. No, no even okay. You, think you about got a wife a that wants to get her nails you done an every week. Wife. Mercy. Thank you. You got kids in charter school. If I you telling me I'm not gonna know all that? And you playing in my town? Mind you, I've been here for years. I'm situated here. I'm about to say I'm solidified. Everybody here. wants to come to the Cowboys. Everybody game. wants to advertise in at, at, at Forget my, advertising. My Everybody wants to be in the in the box seats. Everybody wants to watch the game. Everybody wants a ticket to this game. That's okay? That's advertising. From, 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 from the bank, from the banker, all the way down to the policeman. Everybody wants to come to the game. Okay? So you're telling me I'm not going to be able to ask a banker, hey, how many M's uh, there's a contract coming in? How many M's King Bentley got in that uh, business account? He's looking for a contract. 
If I know your money is tight, that means I can strategize and hold out longer to pay you the money you deserve because I know you're tight. I know wifey's going to be grabbing on your ear saying, baby, I didn't get my nails done in like three, four weeks. Baby, three, four days. Look. Okay? I know the family's going to get you get aggravated mm-hmm. because you're around. living high on the hog. You didn't plan to, 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 to hold out. You didn't plan. You didn't get your family ready to hold out. So I know I can sit back and say, all right. You're going to take whatever you want. You want 15 him. million? Okay. But here's, here's the thing. Though, I right? know you don't have enough to hold out as long as you want to. Mm-hmm. But if I, as an owner, know you've saved, you've been frugal, you're not overspending. And, you, and I say, yo, how many you got in? You got what? 10 million? <laughs> what? I can't hold. I know you're ready. You're ready for the situation. And the problem with NFL players. Most of them are not going to be ready for a holdout, for a lockout. They're not going to be ready. And when they're not ready, it only takes one or two to cross the picket lines and say, yo, I got to pay I need this money, right? I got to feed my family. And that's why change doesn't happen. That's like uh, Latrell Spiro when he said, yo, my family can't eat off 11 mil. <laughs> but now, here's, here's, here's my rebuttal to that, man. Listen, you can lead, lead a horse to the water. That water can look crystal clear. You can mm-hmm. know for a fact that water's tasty. Mm-hmm. You can't force them to drink it. True. And that's the, that, but that's the, that's when I go, and then that's why I go back to solidarity. You have to see the bigger picture. You're not going to, the, the changes and the holding out you're doing is not for you. It's for the generations after. Right, it's for the greater good. It's for the bigger picture. Exactly. And unless guys understand the bigger picture, there will never be change. Look at the MLB, look at MLB contracts. It's ridiculous. NBA contracts, it's ridiculous. It took time. It didn't happen overnight. It took time. Mm-hmm. It took holding out. It took guys getting together and saying, listen, we're not standing for this. When you, right, I'm going to give you another example. Everybody gets one of the reasons, one of the knocks that some players had, especially OG players had in the NBA when guys like LeBron James, um, Dwayne Wade, and Bosch came together. Because what happens is you, can't, you have some of the best players in your league taking less money. Not getting the max amount of money they right. can. So now imagine the, the tier two and the tier three players. Exactly. The sacrifices that they How am I going to have to? How am I going to sit there and say I deserve twenty million when LeBron's making twenty million? There's no way a owner's giving you a second tier player twenty million mm-hmm. when LeBron should really be making thirty five to forty, but he's taking twenty eighteen million so that he can play with his friends. It hurts. <laughs> It hurts the greater oh, good. Right. Why do you think LeBron is making max money now? Not because he needs it, because it's for the greater good. He's never going to take less again. Guys like Tom Brady don't understand that. Unfortunately, he's the goat. I, no, I but to Tom, Tom Brady's focus is winning, though. That's the thing. His focus is strictly winning. He, he ain't worried about no greater good. He's worried about the greater good of his legacy. Ten years ago. You're, you can't tell me Tom Brady in his prime couldn't garner a max deal. Hold on real quick. You sure, we not, you sure he's still not in his prime? <laughs> Ten, <laughs> I don't know, man. That might be an alien. He's I'm still listening, looking though. good. He's still <laughs> looking good, though. I care for it. He's still looking good. Mercy. But I'm talking 10 years. We're talking Tom Brady with Randy Moss type. Mm-hmm. You're telling me he couldn't garner a max deal? Tom Brady has never been the highest paid football um, quarterback ever. In all his 20 years that he's been playing. Never. Not once. That's what I'm saying. He could have, but he's hurts. more focused on winning. Where, who are they paying? Who, who's on that team that they're paying? Nobody. 
So why can't they give it to Tom? But the thing well, is, though, how he, does Tom Brady get in a max deal hurt that team when they're not paying anybody? Who who are they paying? Who are they bringing in that they gotta pay that they can't pay Tom Brady max bread? Well, it was Antonio Brown until they decided they wasn't. They gave him what nine money. million? Come on, his, his signing thing, bonus. But at the at the end of the day, he's taking less money so they can find the pieces to put around him. And it I'm gonna ask you again. Right, but it doesn't matter that it doesn't matter that he's throwing that it, it doesn't matter if it's not a second star on the team that's gonna get all the money that Tom Brady would have gotten. But the mm-hmm. fifteen extra mil that he would have gotten, that he he'd rather see that fifteen mil split up amongst f- seven other players than just him taking all the all the lion's share of that money. The he New rather New his team having depth than just me, me getting all the money and having a couple of stars around. Me. Listen, the, it's always a fifty two man roster, period, right? The New England Patriots are never cap strapped. They don't spend money, bro. They don't like that's one of the that's one of the things. And growing up, not just because I was a Jet fan, but growing up watching the Patriots, when they had guys that were up for deals that should be getting paid market value, they never paid their players. They always get rid of them and next man up. I get it. But they never gave that respect to their players to say, listen, you busted your ass for, for this team. We're going to pay you. They never did that. And it's and it's because of Tom Brady. Tom Brady never made the Patriots pay him market value. He's never paid. Sometimes he's not even top five, bro. That, like, that right there. And I understand what you're saying in terms of winning. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is the, 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 the caveat to that is it's not like they're taking that money and putting it somewhere else. It's not like, oh, all right. So you're thinking... You're, I think you're thinking is it's kind of like the NBA where you have to pay a certain amount of money to um you have to you can't pay over and you can't be too far under right the Patriots aren't it's not like they're paying that money somewhere else it's so where that money was just sitting there just sitting so there. why do you think he's doing that what's his purpose of doing that if he's not directly benefiting from him not getting all that extra money why is he taking less money in the first place is he just that selfish. Does he not want to see all the other quarterbacks make money? There has to be a it has to be a motive. There has to be a real motive behind why he's doing what he's doing. I've thought about this. And I think it's it's this is the best way to say it. All right. Most of the players in the NFL, who's the primary breadwinner? Quarterback. No no, I mean in terms of family. They're family. Oh, then most of these guys they, 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 they are they are, they are, they are, they are the primary breadwinner. <laughs> Right. I see where he's going. <laughs> oh man. Let's okay. Let me hear. Let me. I'm listening. I see. You know. You're and people listening are going to know where I'm going. They're the primary breadwinner. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that have to bring the money home, invest the money, and hope that it matriculates and accumulates so that their children's children's children can have money. Right. When you're in a situation as Tom Brady, where you're not the primary breadwinner, where your wife is making double and triple what you're making. Where your wife is bringing home a hundred million by herself a year, you don't have. You're not strapped. It doesn't hurt you not to be the highest paid because at the end of the day, it goes back to what you're saying. We're winning. I don't care to be the highest paid. I'm comfortable. I'm winning. My little fifteen million. His money probably goes into a savings account somewhere in the Caribbean islands, somewhere in the Swiss <laughs> bank account. They probably don't even use his money in a high yielding savings. Ex- account. Of course, his money probably goes into a bank account somewhere and sits Shit. accumulating interest. Because they don't need it. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm if I am comfortable, if I don't, like, my mom used to tell me stories about how she knew people who would go to work 
just to go to work because to have something to do, and, to have something to do, and they could take. Like I knew a chick at my at my school. I knew a teacher whose husband worked on Wall Street. So her checks, she would have three, four checks from the board of ed in her bag as a teacher, and she didn't even cash them. They would have to send her new checks because they got old. Wow. What does that tell you? I'm comfortable, bro. I'm cozy. I'm good. And that's Tom Brady. He <laughs> so doesn't need. He doesn't need the money. It's not hurting him. It's not like, damn, I need this money for to save to buy this. To, we're good. We're good. Wherever I get, wherever I get ten million or twenty five million, I'm still good. I can still get the car. I can still have the house. I can still go on vacation. I can still do whatever I need for my family, for my kids to have more than what I've ever had in my life. I'm good. And that's where it is. Tom Brady didn't see the greater good. Can you imagine if Tom Brady was getting paid market value? Where the quarterback market would be in terms of what Patrick Mahomes would be getting? Patrick Mahomes would be getting a $200 plus million deal. Tom Brady's never gotten a $100 million deal, bro. Like that, let, let that sink in. Let it sink in that the greatest quarterback we've ever seen, the most accomplished quarterback we've ever had play football, never was the highest played player ever. Even Jordan at one time was the highest played player. Yeah, 98 season. Kobe, Shaq, like guys were able to say, I'm the highest, not just for ego, but to change the market for people behind me. Going forward, right. Going forward. Tom Brady, the great. So when I sit at the table and I'm a quarterback, right, and I'm ready to make my deal, mm -hmm. and they look at because what this is what they do, because it's the NFL. Remember, you can't, like, NBA, you got to take all that NBA stuff out of you when you talk talking NFL. When you sit down for a deal, they sit there with their paper. They say, okay, you got it. Eh, your touchdown ratio, uh, okay. Uh, passing yards, okay. You 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 were eighth, okay. Um, wins, okay. All right. Passer rating, okay. All right, all right. Okay. Now let's check the market. That's what they do, cause it's it's not just what you do in paper, right? That's a big part of it. But let's check the market. Let's who who are the top guys and where do your stats Line up, fit in with what they're making? Right. So now I'm looking. Tom Brady's at the top. Okay. He's making, what, $16 million a year? Okay. And how much you said you want? You want 22 <laughs> I'm about to say, once you look at the top, Brady at the top. <laughs> now, he's at the top once of the stats. Once you see the top of the stats, you're like, well, hold on, hold on. What? And I'm not about to go look at the next. Right. I, I, I made, so let me ask you a question now. That's what I'm saying. Does that make Tom Brady selfish? Absolutely. He, abs to a point, yes. To a point, yes. Absolutely, like you, you, you have to call it's apples and oranges. You have to call a spade a spade. It's a, it's a, it's a form of selfishness because it doesn't. Him taking less money never helped the market. Like I'll give you an example. I'll give you another example. Look at Zeke Elliott. What did Zeke Elliott do? Held he up. reset the market. Right for all running backs. Thank you. So now he got fifteen. Who? What? Who, remember who got paid before him? Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley. Ty right. Gurley got around 14, right? Him resetting the market. Who does it help, bro? Helps your boy Saquon. Hey, Quan, I'm about it helps hey. Alvin Kamara. Give no, no, no. There's more than one. Right now, of course, of course. Helps Alvin Kamara with the Saints. Mm -hmm. It helps my man in um um Carolina Panthers. I forgot his name. McCaffrey. McCaffrey, right. 
it helps those guys. So now when they go to the table, they can say, listen, nah, you're not, you can't shortchange me you're 10 about to million. Give me 12, right. You're not about to give me 10. Fuck me, I'm on 16. Saquon. I'm on 19. I'm Thank on 17, you. right. Thank you. Right, now, right. if Saquon doesn't get more than Zeke, it hurts. Because now the market's going to go down. You understand what I'm saying? Like, makes sense. See, see, the problem is, like, you, like, different leagues have different rules. Mm-hmm. The NFL, the way it's structured, you always have to look at the bigger picture. Unfortunately, as a player, it can't just be about you. It can't just be about you. That's fair. When Saquon goes to the table, he has to. The if he's playing at a high level, he has to get more than Zeke. The next great quarter, the next great running back. Has to be getting more than Zeke, period. Or it's gonna hurt the greater good. That's how you get to me- to guarantee deals. It's little by little by little. But whenever you give, see what happens is Zeke only got a what couple a million more than than Todd Gurley. Than Todd Gurley, right? But in the greater good, if that continues to happen, you yeah. can see a I'm running back. Getting twenty million. I'm about to say, yeah, if the next person gets sixteen, the next exactly. person gets nineteen, that still inches it up more and more. Because now what that does is, let's say that the two people from now or three people from now, he's making eighteen. Even that like second tier running back is still sneak in there and get a, a smooth. Thank you. Or get in between right, there, right? In between the fifteen to the eighteen. Like, yeah, they may I not get. I understand the, what you're saying. They may not get the max, but they're gonna get something. And that's where I go back with Tom Brady. The market could have been so much more bigger for quarterbacks. If Tom Brady would have at least one time, because there's no way, like I gave you my example, there's no way you go look at the stats and Tom Brady's at the top making 16, 17 million. And or, or so, there was times when he was making 10 million, bro. His annual salary was 10 million, 11 million, bro. What's her name? Giselle? Giselle? Giselle Bunches. Really, just really taking care of him, man. Take, Very much just, so. He's taking care of everybody. So what? So it didn't even matter. How are you, Dak Prescott, going to sit there and say, I want more than Tom Brady when Tom Brady just won a Super Bowl? Just won an MVP, and is the MVP of the Super Bowl, and he's making sixteen million. How the hell am I getting thirty? So now I force you to wonder. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady had to be in bed with some of these, um, with, with some of these, uh, not owners, but the lead, not the. He had to be in bed with somebody. No, of course not, literally, but like in a way, like it's it's like no, mm-hmm. not, well, the reason why I say mm-hmm. that is yeah, because let me, let me hear you. At the end of the day, but by, by what you just told me, with that yeah. logic, with that reason, right. he's helping out everybody, every other team. Like, he's giving every other team a reason not to pay their quarterbacks money. But you also got to realize it's the way the Patriots work, too, bro. Like, it's not just, it's not just, yes, it's Tom Brady and him being comfortable in a situation at home where his wife is making a lot of money. So, their combined income makes it comfortable for them, for him to take short changes on, on the market that he should be getting. But it's also what the Patriots do. The Patriots don't pay nobody. So never he's never put himself in a situation where he, I don't think he ever sat down and planned out, you know what, with his team, his agent and his team of people and said, listen, I want to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks ever. I want to be one of the highest paid in the NFL. And this is what we're going to do. Because you got to set, set yourself up for it. Like that's what Dak Prescott's doing. He set himself up to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks. Right, not just with the play, but your timing of when you're going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. He never did that, so the Patriots were never forced to say, "Damn, we got the MVP, just run a Super Bowl, and he's up to be a free agent." He never set himself up to be, to, to 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 threaten them and say, "Yo, 
you don't pay me, I'm out. Or I'm I'm not coming to camp. Do you New England would have there would have been fires, uh, <laughs> riots. Been fire. can, can you imagine Tom Brady not going to camp because they won't pay him? Right. Think about it. People, people would have skipped work to come out and protest. What? <laughs> and he just won a Super Bowl. Let's say after after Atlanta, uh-huh. he won the Super Bowl, came back, beat Atlanta, Super Bowl champion, MVP, <laughs> and he's not coming to camp. What? <laughs> they would have, and they would not have. They wouldn't have been mad at Brady. Right. They would have said, "Pay that man. <laughs> you better make him the highest paid. Give him a hundred. 200 million guarantee. You better find the money. You understand what I'm saying? That's the saying. logic. That makes sense. That makes you, sense. He never did that. There's, there was, there's been, he's, had, he's been playing 20 years, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I sat down and listened to guys talking about Tom Brady. Like, he had two Hall of Fame careers. Beastie. If you split his career in, in half two. He could go, and give one to this one, one to that one, he, that's he, two he, Hall of Fame. He could give his 10 years to somebody else. Somebody else, else is still fame. going. <laughs> and never in those years. Not even that. He could split his 10 years up five five to two other people and go and still go to the hall exactly. of fame and bring them into the hall of fame thank you that's what i'm saying and you're telling me in all that time he never said yo make me the highest pay not just for me but for the greater good because this me doing this is gonna help uh pat mahomes he never knew who pat mahomes was but it's gonna help another quarterback down the line to get, get a 300 million dollar deal to get a 250 million dollar deal you've never heard of a 300 million dollar deal in football and if you heard of a hundred, like twenty of his guaranteed, why? That's what I'm saying. He, he never, never he, set, he never forced the market. He, exactly, he never forced he, the market. It's, it's just, a, and like I said, I don't think it was, I don't think he was in cahoots with anybody. It's just he's stuck in his own world where it's exactly. like, yo, I don't need that money. So why do I care I, exactly. about that? Exactly, I get that. I'm good. Yeah, he got his blinders on. Exactly, I'm good. Real, We're winning. Real. We're winning every year. Who cares? I'm some, good. Some real, I'm comfortable. Some real billionaire Big account still. Yeah, exactly. Like a billionaire. <laughs> like Yo, I'm good, man. A million dollars don't hurt me. I'm good, B. I'm good. I'm all right. I don't care how the people down there are living. I'm and Gucci. I'm still getting sponsors. Right. I'm Like, okay, think of it like this. Dak Prescott pays for the Dallas Cowboys. He makes $50 million a year just on sponsorships a year. Imagine I, what Tom Brady gets. I just so we, He just had a, I don't know if it was this, if this was here mm-hmm. or probably last night I was watching something. He had a new commercial with um with like some chubby... Some 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 soup. Some TV dinner soup. Yeah, his brother was in the commercial and all that. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I heard. I, about I watched. That. But that's I what I'm saying. Yeah. So he's making fifty million strictly off endorsements. Off endorsements a year. So that's why he's not killing himself to get a new deal. He's like, yo, you're not gonna give me what I want. All right, I'll be all right. Uh, I'll, I'll be. Right. I'll be there. <laughs> you gonna give it to me eventually? You pick up the phone. Let yeah, me listen, keep with Tom. It. We not we not trying to give it to you. You know what I am, man? I'm cool. Hang up. Go right back to sleep. Thank you, <laughs> Dak Prescott. So that's what I'm saying. Like. You're telling me Tom Brady couldn't do that? He's good. He's comfortable. If Dak Prescott's making fifty million off the off the field, I can only imagine what Tom Brady's making off the field, hundred plus mm-hmm. off the field a year. So he's comfortable. When you make decisions like that, when you're winning, it's for the greater good. It's for generations after me to benefit from my decision of being selfish. That's what I'm saying. He never did it once, one time, bro. That makes sense. And you cannot tell me. Nobody can tell me. And I would love for a New England Patriot fan to tell me that if Tom Brady held out after he beat the Falcons, came back, beat the Falcons, and that summer said, listen, 
I'm not coming back. Reports are that Tom Brady's not coming back until he gets till he gets a new deal and he wants to be the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. There is not one New England Patriot fan that would have said, What? No, they would have been mad at Tom Brady. They were like, yo, pay that man and pay him double. Are you telling me a billionaire doesn't have a hundred million to give to Tom Brady? I can't I can't dispute that. That's what I'm saying. Can't argue that. Can't argue that. Let's move on to something that you're also very passionate about. Oh yeah. <laughs> yo, I don't know if you earned the right to do that chant, bro. You, I don't know. You, only select few yo, do that. <laughs> you remember when the Nets? I don't know if you remember this, but when the, when the Nets first moved to Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. Chuck was up on oh, TNT, man, upset. Wait, wait, wait. When, <laughs> when they first moved to Brooklyn that year, yeah, yeah. yeah when oh, they first moved to Brooklyn, Chuck was up. Don't let me relive that. He was on inside the NBA, upset. Like, what you mean? How how they figured out to to create that new chant? They just thought they just moved there. I'm like, Chuck, only if you knew, boy. Only if you knew, play boy. Play ball where you oh, been. man. Listen, if you go back, if I was to go back in my time chamber, my time. I remember sitting in this room. I had a couch right here. My TV was on this wall. This place looked totally different. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited about Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Terry, 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 um, Bro, Jason Terry, not, not, Jason oh, Terry. Oh, wow. You're right, you're right. Jason Terry. YouTube. <laughs> I ain't even tweet. YouTube. All right. I was so excited. I just, be, but you know what it was? What was it? It was hope. <laughs> I had hope. For the first time in a long time as a Nets fan. No, it wasn't that long because we had Jason Kidd. Early Jason Kidd years were pretty good. Early, Jason Kidd years were pretty good. I'll take that back. Jersey. I was a young kid, but the ter- early 2000s were good for the Nets. I'm not. I'm right? Not but I had hope that Darren Williams was going to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. That that hundred million dollar deal, it was like ninety nine million or something. Might as well have been a hundred. He was gonna show the world why he was better than Chris Paul. What I've been preaching <laughs> since he was in Utah <laughs> that he's the best two way point guard in the NBA. <laughs> better than Chris Paul. Yo, I remember he's we used to Gary Payton reincarnate. We used to argue. I used to. Get mad like are yo, you crazy? We was the only two people that used to say, yo. You're the only two blind fools <laughs> preaching about Darren Williams. The, pull out the soapbox, dust it off. Dust it off. St- create another one just so you can pull up a stand on the two and just stand go right back next to each other. Like who wants to argue this? I got you. Darren Williams is the best point guard in the NBA. Yo, I could pull up last night's stats. I could pull up the night before stats. I could pull up last Jesus season's Christ. stats. Just As a matter of fact, it. we could call him right now and have him play. But nah, we was the only two people who used to say Darren Williams is better than Chris Paul. Yo, just thinking about that, such wasted breath, man. Wasted energy, bro. But that's why. That's why I had hope. Because I thought Darren Williams was going to be Darren Williams. And even Paul Pierce was like, yo, I come to the team, and I'm like, okay, I'm here because of Darren Williams. Because <laughs> I think he, he he's the guy. He got something, right. He got something. And we got, and less, I'm out of my prime, but I can be a piece to In his cog. Right. To his cog. Right? And Darren Williams, yo. I'll never forget when I saw the article. He had gotten hurt playing dodgeball in the <laughs> offseason. That's number one. A charity dodgeball game. He got hurt. I was like, all right, listen, you're doing it for charity. It is cool. It, it is. happens. Things it happens. Sean Livingston was balling. All right? They were doing their thing. Darren Williams was coming off an ankle injury. And I'll never forget when I heard the report. Now, $99 million. My man said, I don't mind coming off the bench. <laughs> the guys are playing good. I'm making $99 million. He didn't say that part. 
But I don't mind coming I'm not over the bench. I don't mind coming over the what? bench. I just, I, I just, I just want to be a. Be I'll a coast peak. it. I'll coast. What? Are you? S- Yo, I could have died, man. I could have died, bro. Could have passed out that day. Joe Johnson was out there giving his heart out trying to play, beat teams. Killing. I'll never forget. I was sat. I sat here with my boy Jerome. We were watching the game. It was a Saturday evening. I'm sorry, I broke the Sabbath. It is what it is. Saturday. Oh, evening. I had to watch that game. Mm-hmm. I think we were playing against. They were playing against LeBron. In the second round, I think it was the second round, and Joe Johnson was cooking him, cooking. <laughs> All right, that's when LeBron was on the Heat. Just bought some new grease. He was cooking, bro. And I'm like, where's Darren Williams? Like, help just a little bit. Just a- yo. All he do is come in and hit two threes. Just come in and hit two threes. Get a couple of assists, and the game would have been different. Would have changed the whole course of that hit. Uh, changed the whole course of history, bro. It- yo. Like, it's ridiculous. The amount of no killer instinct. <laughs> no fire in your belly. What, whatever analogy. The amount, I, no, like, the amount of no killer. The, the, amount of, the amount of warm water flowing through your veins. <laughs> Yo. Oh, baby. He was a cadaver on the court. He, could, he, was, a, he was a dead man. You couldn't find him. Yo, I remember it was so bad. They were putting up posters. Missing. Have you seen Darren Williams? Please contact so and so because he's missing. We haven't seen him in a while. Like it was, it was bad, man. It was terrible. And and that's why when I saw those guys come to the team, I thought we can do something mm-hmm. because you add that those guys with a Darren Williams who I put on a pedestal that he never was able to step up to. Right. I thought they would ha- they had we had something, and I was wrong. But now, <laughs> now, we ain't got no Darren Williams no more. All right? I ain't got to sit here and step on a soapbox and preach about a Kyrie Irving. He's already cemented himself that he's that guy. Okay? I don't have to get on a soapbox. The facts is it's, it's self-evident. It's there. All right? It's there. It's Numbers proven. never lie. Right? Sometimes they do. Numbers... Hey, women lie, men lie, but numbers never do. Okay? All right? Okay? Okay. So I got to sit here and preach. I got to sit here and preach about a Kevin Durant. All right? Numbers lie. Numbers don't lie. Women, men, but numbers don't. Kevin Durant's here. So just starting with that core. Kevin Durant's here with one leg. Kyrie Irving is here. Fresh off fresh off a playoff tank. All right. Fresh off a bad situation All right. in Boston. All right. let, let, let's rewind it. Don't get me wrong. The numbers don't lie, though. They don't. But, okay. Let's, let, let, I want to take that one piece, the, the, the tanking. Which piece? The tanking. Okay. Well, what, the first podcast I came on, we talked about Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the points you said, which were valid, I never said they weren't valid, and I agreed with you, was that he wasn't the leader that Boston wanted him to be, mm-hmm. right? And if you remember, and all the people listening, if you remember, what was the one of the main points I made about Kyrie Irving? I didn't justify him not being what he should have been in Boston, but it was a good explanation on why it turned out the way it did. Was that he didn't have a choice? His choice wasn't to go to Boston. This is a valid point. His choice. I'm not wasn't gonna lie. To go this is a, I can't dispute this one. This is a valid point. All right. In the the first time in his life, where he got to decide where he, he got wanted to, to go, where he wanted to go. All right, that's big. Now let's go back to the leadership and the the him being withdrawn from the team. 
if you watch the interview, I, I did. I sent I sent it to you. Yeah, and I watched the whole thing. I, I watched his the whole and four I, minutes. Yo, he really went. If you sit down, if you take away any type of Nick orange and blue in your blood, just flush it out. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. <laughs> Dialysis ain't that good, but just try. If you sit down and you listen to that interview, mm-hmm. he sounds like a totally different person. Nah, he sounds I, like a person. Hold on, hold on. I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. Like a person that he had a death in the family. His grandfather passed away. He didn't know how to deal with it. And he even said, he said, listen, my grandfather passed. I was close to him. And I didn't know how to deal with his death. He said he, said he, didn't, he didn't get to heal. He didn't get to go to therapy. He didn't get to really fully address it. Exactly. And what did he do? He, he was withdrawn. Yeah. So instead of galvanizing guys as a leader, which you did bring up. He, kinda, he, went, he imploded. Kinda. He imploded. And so, that's how men technically are, though. Men I have agree, a stressful absolutely. day. You know, we just kind of go ourselves. Women have a stressful day. They're trying to go be hubby. They want to talk. They, they want to no, 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 talk it out. They're going to tell you about it. They're going to let you, they gonna let you hear it. They're going to get this but shit off. But we, we as men, we, we kind of, we battle, we bottle, bottle it in, and we try to figure it out mentally. Right. And that's what he did. And it didn't help the growth of himself nor the team around him. And if you listen to that interview, he sounds like somebody that, number one. That found that clarity. Found that clarity. Number two, he's where he wants to be, not where he has to be. Where not he where he ended up. Not, or ended up where he wants to be. And he sounds like somebody that understands the mistake he made, has learned from it, and is going to move forward in a totally different direction. And you know what's funny, though? So I remember I listened to the Bill Simmons podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm also listening more so in the NBA time because, you know, I'm a big yeah, NBA yeah, yeah. fan. Definitely. And all throughout the end of the NBA playoffs and around that time, yeah, the Giants, we won that. You were in the Bobby and switched yeah, to the yeah, switch back to the other game. All throughout that time, Bill Simmons kept saying, yo, I can't wait for that long, long think piece where somebody just outs everything that's been going on in Boston. Notice we didn't really – we never got that piece. We never got that piece. Exactly. And he's from Boston, so he yeah. would have been one of the first ones to, to, let, to it talk, yeah, let everybody. Well, nah, he Air lives in out. L.A. now, but he oh, would have been okay. one of the first people but to say He does. Yeah, he's be, and he's still a big Boston sports fan. He would be one of the first guys to come back on his platform and say, "Listen, that piece is here. Mm-hmm. I dived into it. Mm-hmm. It doubles down on everything I said and I believe." Mm-hmm. We never got that piece, and what that showed me after listening to the interview too, it showed me that it wasn't it was so real. much. Yeah, it was real. It wasn't so much that Kyrie was a terrible person or Kyrie wasn't a leader, but Kyrie literally, and he what he also reminded us was that. Us athletes are also humans too, and we go through things. We go things through the happen. same exact shit that everybody else goes through. We've had we experience the same emotions that everybody else experienced. Mm-hmm. We deal with things the same way that you deal with things. What that showed me was that Kyrie was really going through a personal issue mm-hmm. that he just couldn't find the time to address. Why? Because of a rigorous NBA season. Exactly. You don't got the time to really sit to to spend. You don't have time to spend time with your family while also being on the road. You don't got time to, to go speak to your therapist that you're comfortable with back at home uh-huh. while yep. you're always on the road. And not to mention, he also brought this up in the, in the, in the press conference. He'd be like, yo, meanwhile, I'm working through this all in my head trying to figure it out. And all anybody could tell me is focus on basketball, focus on basketball, focus on basketball. Meanwhile, basketball, a.k.a. a job. is the last thing I want to really think about when my grandfather just That And that's the thing that's taking me away from the fact that I can't deal with the fact exactly. that my grandfather's gone. So it's like you're forcing this thing on me. You're forcing basketball on me and. The more I play basketball, the more I remember that, yo, I don't want to do this right now because I should be focusing on something else. So to me, that really put things into perspective. And Fair. it, it kind of like, it took off that, it took off that, that, that demonizing, like that kind of, the, the way that we were trying to paint Kyrie as to mm-hmm. be this terrible guy, it, mm-hmm. it took that away. It, it took that away. And it kind of humbled you to say, listen, you got athletes are real people yeah. and they go through the same things that we go through. 
Sometimes we got. Sometimes you forget. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think the athletes are just superhumans and they're just supposed to do whatever we say whenever. We Robots. Do. Right. They're just supposed to do it. They're supposed to win games and and make buckets and 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 kick field. They're just supposed to do whatever they we want them to do to please us. When we want them to do it. When when we want them to do it. And and we forget the fact that these are real people going to do real things as well too. So with that being said, and this mm-hmm. and, and and the reason why I could tell it was genuine too. It was. It, it was. There was a, a nice four minute that that four minute segment when they asked that particular question. Mm-hmm. Towards there the was end. no right towards the end. There was no breaks. There was no stopping to think. This is wasn't something like that he was, it right. wasn't something. It wasn't planned. rehearsed. It was right. Scripted. Yeah, exactly. It was off the, cuff. It was off the top of the head. Off the top of the dome. Off the top of the head, because Kyrie's already a thoughtful and and and, and, our, and, and, and smart, intelligent guy, mm-hmm. and and you could tell in that in, in that moment it was very, it was an in the moment answer. It was a you asked me this question, and this is my honest answer to this question, and I, and I got to be. And you know, he also brought up too. What? He also said, "Look, it's not that our teammates hated each other." But factoring in, in, in when you factor yeah, in that I, I was supposed to be the I was supposed to be the leader and I couldn't be the leader in that moment. Right. Inevitably, what happened is at the end of the day we're all competitive guys. We all want to get better for ourselves. Exactly. There was and being also that, being that I wasn't there, goals for right? Each other. Being that I wasn't there to really be that leader in that moment. That's why we all didn't come around as a team to kind of elevate and do what we had to do as a team. We all just had our own that's a good point, bro. We all just had our own shit going on, just focusing on what we were doing and what we wanted for ourselves as basketball players. With that being said, man, I don't know. <laughs> with all that being said Going into the season it's With like, all that being said Knowing the player that he is With the trepidations you had In regards to leadership for Brooklyn um, A young team in Brooklyn mm-hmm. And him ha- having imploded the, the Boston Celtics Which I was trying to tell you You know, Roger Domus kind of saw this coming You know, another <laughs> case of Roger Domus <laughs> <laughs> Alright what do you think? What has that changed? Has that interview changed your outlook on Brooklyn, or are you still in the same boat, or wagon? I should say. Take your time. <laughs> I know you're looking up the lineup. I can tell you right now. I got it right here in front of you. Yeah, I, I got it right here. I've been had it right here. Got it right here. You know what I mean? I got it right here in front of me. Right now, let's let's look at it like this. Who's the starting lineup? We got Kyrie but, Irving. But forget the starting lineup. What has changed? Who did we lose? Like this is how I always look at look at everything from, especially in the NBA. We what you lost, right? And, and what, what you, you gained. gained. We did oh, all right. We lost the the bum that we sent to Atlanta and um. Oh, I thought, Crab, you, about to, I thought you about to call. Oh, I right, right, I'm listening. Crab. I thought you about I mean, to say the bum that we sent to Golden State. No, I said bum. No, I let you finish. I let you finish. I let you. We sent the bum away. Allen Crab, who couldn't shoot a three, and that's all he was there. <laughs> I'm about to say that's all he was there for. <laughs> that's all he was there for. Couldn't shoot it. We got rid of him. We. We sent. Um, we lost D'Angelo. Right. Those are the only two people we lost. We added Kyrie. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna factor in Durant because yeah. he's not playing. I'm laughing because my New York bias is not allowing me to really give in yet. Exactly. <laughs> of course not. So you're taking a team that had six wins. Not only they were the they number were six, six seed. seed. Yeah, That's yeah. What I mean, they were the number six seed. All we did was add and get rid of dead weight and add. You're not going to tell me Joe Harris is not coming back better. You're not going to tell me Karis LeVert's not coming back and getting better. You add a Kyrie Irving. And you're adding Kyrie Irving. You're adding a Tyshawn, uh, 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 a Wilson Chandler. You're Terrian Prince is underrated. Ter- you're adding a Terrian Prince to help underrated, out on underrated. defense. Shout out to my one season at the NBA. <laughs> I was able to watch a lot of Atlanta games. That young boy could ball. Okay. You're adding pieces. How are you gonna tell me we're not? <laughs> and, 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 and your division is trash. We're well, not trash, but Toronto, 
New York. You really got to just focus on Philly and Boston. Thank you. Narshadamus is here. I'm telling you right now. Top three in the league. Top three in the in the East. Not league. All right, bro. Top. Listen. Who, thanks, who's going to be better? listening to the King Belly podcast. Who's, who's going to be better? Bro, top three in the East. Who's the better? Off rip, right? Off three, rip. four. Off no rip. more than we're not five. Off rip. I'm taking Milwaukee over Brooklyn right now. It's currently. I give you that. I'm taking. Keep going. Philly over Brooklyn okay. right now. It's currently. I, 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 I ain't gonna argue I'm taking those Boston two. over. Brooklyn. Ah! I'm taking. I'm, ta- I'm taking Boston over Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. I'm taking Boston over Brooklyn. That's currently constructed. So who's um, four? Who's who's the number four that you're taking? Because I think Boston and Brooklyn's gonna be a wash, but we can argue that during the season. Who's four? Keep looking. I know you're taking a while. It's all right. I know. And is the Wi-Fi working? <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> Who's number four? The Wi-Fi is working. Mike okay. Rags. All right. Good. But um, the Pacers ain't gonna be too bad this season. <laughs> you can't even say that with a straight face. You gonna tell me we were six, bro? We were six. You're telling me we can't jump three spots? And we were six with D'Angelo Russell? In a scrubby East? You're, are you serious, bro? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. You're going to lose your NBA card. You're going to lose it. Come on. You serious? All right, so it's come so to where my, do you it's, see it's us? Come to where my, do you see it's us? come to my attention that this is not the hill I want to die on. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out because I'm coming back here and, with vengeance. <laughs> um, this, this, all right, let me tell you. Let me, let me, let me show you my argument. Like I said, I started off with that. The main argument I have is what you, you got rid of, what you, got. what you lost, and gain. It's all about losses and gains. Right. Stock market is the same thing. How much you lose and how much you're gaining back. Right. We only lost two players. We added more. We lost Allen Crabb. We lost D'Angelo. We add Kyrie. Like once again, Brooklyn. I'm not. I'm not talking about Durant because we don't know when he's coming back. So we're just saying we're adding Kyrie Irving. You're telling me Kyrie Irving. Can't get us to a higher seed than what we were last year in six. You're telling me Joe Harris, who played for NBA basketball this year, who's gotten better incrementally every single year, is it going to get better? You're telling me Karis LeVert, who I didn't even know this, is cool with Durant, trains with Durant, is not going to get better? What? Even Durant talked about Karis LeVert's production and his potential and how he, his the goal Durant has for Karis LeVert is for him to be more efficient at the, uh, in field goal percentage. You're telling me those guys ain't getting better? <laughs> Come on. This ain't the hell I want to die on. All right. the hell I want to die on. You ain't dying on this hill? Nah. Nick Hill? You ain't dying on Nickabaka Hill? Nickabaka Hill on the corner of Madison Square Garden? And not making the playoffs? not the hell I want to die on. I'm just, listen. I'm just taking it at face value. The East is not the West. It's not the Western Conference. It's not. All right? If All right. Here's the thing. And this is something that Durant said and Kyrie said. And this is something I was saying way back from when free, before free agency started, I was preaching this. I, and I said this to my boy, Jerome. Mm-hmm. Hope you're listening because you're going to hear your plug. I'm not going to tell you about the plug, so you better listen. I'm weak. I told my boy Jerome this. I said, listen, he was saying, yo, 
we should lose so we can try and get a high draft pick and get Zion and blah, 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 blah. Saying this about New York or saying this about Brooklyn? Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn. Because he was like, yo, why are we winning all these games? We're not going to be good. We're not going to go far in the playoffs. We're not going to yada, yada, yada. We're not going to win. Right. I said, you're right, Rome. But here's the thing. If you're trying to get free agents, this is going to be a big free agent year. Mm-hmm. Isn't it better to come to the table when you can say, listen, we made the playoffs. We add you. We can get even further. Whereas you say the cupboard's bare, there's nobody here. Please, but save if us. you come up, please. But, save but us. if you pull up, you exactly. can help us. That you, you can save us right. from being at the bottom of the barrel and struggle to try and win, like what they did with Carmelo Anthony. So it's always better to make the playoffs. Show that. Listen, I could take, and I'm not saying they're scrubs, but I'm just gonna say I could take a bunch of scrubs, a bunch of pieces, mix match them. Coach them up. Kenny X is a hell of a coach. Yeah, to Kenny do X is what good. Co- I, love, I, love, I love his coaching staff. Listen, to take a whole bunch of mismatched players, Jared Allen can't shoot, but you were able to find a role for him so he could stay on the court. You ha- had a role for Joe Harris. Had a role for D'Angelo Russell. You was able to take all these mismatched players. Karis LeVert got hurt, was able to like fit him Like three games this back. season, right. Exactly. And you was able to keep above water without him. Tread water, and you got him and was able to get better. I mean, you lost guys like, what, Jared Dudley? You think Jared Dudley's that big of a factor? No. He was a team captain, though. Exactly. <laughs> all right? That tells you about D'Angelo Russell. Mm. So you was able to take all these mismatch of players and get them to the number six seed in the East. Now you got a talent in Kyrie Irving. Now you got a n- another year of Cass LeVert being in the system, mm-hmm. getting better. Got another year of a Joe Harris. You got a DeAndre Jordan. Athletic, who can show Jared Allen some things. You telling me six? Like, I mean, listen, I'm not saying I know we're making the playoffs. I'm not saying we're gonna take it, but I think this is me. I think we can run. I think we can give Boston a set a good seven game series. I think I can give anybody. I I think we can give Milwaukee a good seven game series. The only team I would be afraid of. Would be the Sixers. Wait, you think we could give Milwaukee a good seven game series? Yeah. With DeAndre Jordan playing D- listen, it's all about it's who's their main factor? Bro, who's DeAndre main Jordan, bro? And Jared Allen? You forgot how good Jared Allen I'd is? I'd rather you say Jared Allen before you say no, DeAndre no, no. When Jordan. When I say DeAndre Jordan, you say talk- him in addition to Jared Allen. Exactly. And I'm okay. talking about his leadership, one, things he can show Jared Allen, and how he can show him how to be a, a better person in the post. All right? Strength. He's not, he's not that big and strong. He needs to get in the weight room with DeAndre Jordan and get probably some upper, in, probably upper body strength. As we speak. Exactly. That's what I'm, when I say DeAndre Jordan, I'm talking about the impact he's going to have on Jared Allen. Okay. Jared Allen's that's, the guy. That's fair. Jared Allen's the that's guy. That's fair. You can't tell me Jared Allen can't slow down um, Giannis. Giannis didn't get a jump shot over, over, over the summer. If anything, he got worse. How do you because know? Because they lost to Spain and Brazil. No, they didn't even lose to Spain. They lost to Brazil. Yeah, and the Brazil coach was talking trash about him, <laughs> about how they was looking at the Raptors. I mean, if, you, if you want to talk about that, the Jesus Team Christ. USA finished like seventh. Oh boy, don't even get me started. Team okay. USA finished like seventh, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah, Led yeah. by Greg Pop. Yeah, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but they should play my guy Joe Harris a little bit more. Maybe they would have did a little bit better. <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but. And <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen, I like the sound effects. <laughs> listen, that invert. <laughs> That's the whole thing. That that's all I'm saying. You can't tell me this piece of these, these this band of players that they have, with what they had last year coming into this year, they're not better. And if you're telling me they're better than they were last year, 
You can't tell me we can't be better than six. All right? You can't tell me that. Because last year, when and we gave the Sixers a run for the money. If you saw that game, I watched it. Game one, they smacked them. Game two, they got smacked. Game three was the deciding game. That game Brooklyn had, down to the wire with all their players. Nobody hurt. MB was balling. Simmons was doing Simmons things. Can't shoot. Simmons was doing. Yo, right. Muscle Simmons got a jumper. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. I apparently, saw it. apparently, I saw apparently, it. apparently, uh, apparently, uh, apparently. Let's see it in the Allegedly. NBA. I'm Allegedly. saying. I've seen it in the practice. He's been working, it. though. Yeah, he's been working. No, no, no. Apparently, he has a jumper. I give it to him. He's been working. But in crunch time, you're always going to go back to what you know. What you know, right. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But just talking about last year. Yes, yeah, close game. None. 16 10, mm-hmm. New is. England Buffalo Bills, fourth quarter. Right. 5 5 19 left. Tom Brady doesn't drive down the field and get a touchdown, but whatever. Back to what I was right. saying. You can't tell me that game came down to one shot mm-hmm. for them to tie that series. No, not tie it. Go up in the series. You're telling me that momentum winner shifted in that game four? They had one shot. D'Angelo had it. What did he do? He gave, the Jack, he gave it to Jared Allen. Jalen, just nervous. He just wasn't built for and that. He lost, and he lost the ball. Mm-hmm. You're telling me Kyrie's not going to take that shot? And make it? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That's going to be a totally different series. Mm-hmm. We've seen Kyrie do it on, on bigger stages, smaller stages. Thank you. So The biggest stage. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, in a seven-game series, I like our chances. I'm not saying we're going to the finals. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. You're just saying that you like the but chances what that I'm you guys saying have versus is, last year's chances. Exactly. And, but, what I, but the main thing I'm saying is, Incremental jumps. Let's let's let let's pull back the curtain a little bit. Let's go behind the curtain. The Brooklyn Nets were a laughing stock for years. Billy King, and I've said this before, who should be crucified on a cross. <laughs> all right, destroyed this franchise with those picks. Should be crucified. Okay. Crucify. Yes. Crucify, crucify him. Crucify Please. Him. Yes. All right. I'll be there with my pitchfork, <laughs> my my torch, one of the main ones in the front. Okay. <laughs> All right? With a soapbox for added emphasis. Absolutely. All right? He destroyed the franchise with all the picks he gave unprotected. Mm-hmm. For guys, for two guys who aged, who combined age was almost 80 years old. Okay? That, that's what you got to realize. They were old and out of their prime. You don't give up that much unprotected, bro. But that's neither here nor there. Sean Marks comes in, cleans up everything. I don't know how he did it. Was able to get players, Put that white young players, on. cleaned up. Got the work. Cleaned up the office, the front office. Got in good scouting. Got players. Gave deals. Cleaned up the books. Cleaned up cap space. Then got his coach, Kenny Atkinson. Got the trade for D'Angelo Russell. They did try on the, the, the big man from the Sixers. I forgot his name. Big man from the Sixers. Um, Jaleel Oak. Jale- oh yeah, Jaleel. Right? Jale- they Jale- tried on Jaleel Oak. Must have Jaleel done on a scrub. He just didn't. It didn't pan out. It didn't pan out. Did it? But it was worth the look try. at how far they've come. I gotta give it to them, man. The Knicks should be taking notes. Listen, should be taking notes. At should. the end of the day, at the end notes. of the day, I'm still taking applications. Has to be before the end, the beginning of the season. <laughs> I'm taking Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> no, I'm, we out of here. Don't want to see. No, no, no. I'm not allowing you to plug that right now. I'm not allowing you to plug that right now. Not next year, but the year after. I don't want to see you at the parade. We're gonna have. We're gonna be beefing. <laughs> not next year, but the year after. All right. We're gonna be beefing because I'm gonna let people know they're not real Brooklyn Net fans. They bandwagon jumpers. I've been riding this. I've been riding this bus from Jersey. Okay, we're in Brooklyn now. 
All right. On a long ride through long the Lincoln Tunnel. Ride, boy. Long ride. All right. This is about time. As a matter time. of fact, you helped pack up the Prudential Center. Facts. I was putting chairs in, everything. Whatever we needed, let's go. <laughs> do, 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 all right. Do, do, do. Just, just mopping the floors with it and all that. <laughs> all right. All that. So, so <clears throat> that's my thing. Incre- like, that shows you a good front office, a good coaching staff, where you can take a band of misfits and get them into the play. Figure out how to fit them together. Exactly. And I think and I think next year they're gonna show listen. And if you listen, I'm not I'm alone on this, bro. There's not a lot of people that think Brooklyn's gonna be good. Everybody's like, yo, Brooklyn's not gonna be good until they get Kevin Durant. But if Brooklyn can win a first round series, then go to the second round and take it to a game seven, yo, you're not gonna tell me you added Kevin Durant and we're not going to the finals. But that's what they're going to show. They're going to show you. Listen. I love this confidence right now. Listen. Uh, yo, you, you haven't been around me long enough. We haven't had a team. That's why. We haven't had a team. It's, now we got a team. All right? Now, you you talk, now he talking. Now I can say it with now my you, chest. I'm about to say, now you, I can say it with my chest now. he beating his chest. All right? You're going to see how good of a coach Kenny Atkinson is. That was one of the problems in Boston. When, when, um, when he had a whole bunch of misfits, had a bunch of role players, he was able to get them to do better than what they were. Right. Once he got talent, he wasn't able to play up to the talent. and with the Coach Boston up coach. to the talent. You're talking about Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. He wasn't able to coach up to the talent. Let's see what Kenny Atkinson. Can Kenny Atkinson, Atkinson coach up, coach to, the up to the talent that mm. he has now? He may not have Durant, but can he coach up Kyrie? Mm, so what you're saying is Brad Stevens should just stay on the college level. Nah, because now you got a bunch of role players <laughs> <Nah>. again. <laughs> you got a bunch of role players. You got Enos Cantor. You got, got my man, uh, 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 Kemba. Kemba. Got I mean, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Terry Rose. No, Terry's gone, isn't he? Nah, Terry's in uh, Charlotte, I think. Yeah, Terry's gone, yeah, right. Terry's in Charlotte. Yo, son. You and know they paid just... Terry Rozier more than they paid, ever paid um, <laughs> Kemba. That's yeah, crazy. I, don't, I don't know what Michael Jordan's doing. I'm going to keep it a stack. I, I really don't know what Michael Jordan's doing. But, yo, I was going to say. He doesn't want nobody to be as great as him. Sim, si- <laughs> simply, exactly how Terry Rozier just want to play ball and have fun. And just wants to, mm-hmm. he just wants to be that go-to guy. Yeah. Lance, Lance Stevens is over in China. He's in China, bro. Oh yeah, he he's in China. Y'all gotta yes, say yes, the yes, videos. Yes. He's in China, just having a, having, having the fun. time of his life. Marbury probably told him to come, man. He just He'll wants to be the scorer. He just wants to play, and that's how you know his past is getting to the NBA. That's how yeah. you know he really loves the game. Like he just yeah. wants to put the ball in the basket whenever he yeah, wants. Because he probably could have made more money in the NBA. Yeah. Let's pass the he money. Want, he, he's tired of being on the bench. Yo, I want a ball, bro. Thank I want you. a ball. I respect it. You gotta remember, this is a kid. This is a, a kid. Nah, this is a kid who won four PSL championships in four years. Right here, he grew up Lincoln. in um, he, went, Lincoln. he grew up Lincoln. in Coney Island. Coney Island, yeah. Right. So he just want a ball. He just want he wants to ball and be that star player. He's the real life Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> I don't think he's as good though. No, but think about it. No, no, you gotta put it in perspective, <laughs> right? What's the perspective? Jesus Shuttlesworth played for what team? Lincoln. Lincoln. Jesus Shuttlesworth. In real life, uh-huh. Lance, a.k.a. Lance Stevenson, won uh-huh. four championships. All yeah. four. Freshman right, year. Right. So, freshman year? Yeah. How do you lead a team to a championship freshman year? <laughs> How do you lead a varsity team to a championship yeah, freshman year, bro? I'll give you that. I got, that's I the real Jesus Shuttlesworth, man. I don't care what nobody's saying. That's the real That's the real number 34 <laughs> Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I love that. Yo, I love Jesus. that. <laughs> Yo, I'll never forget when I first saw that movie. Yo, and he went on college days, 
And they, they took him into the dorm room. I was like, yeah. Jesus. I want to go to the NBA, baby. I want to go play Woo. for, what's the name of the school? Big Big something. Big, big something. State. Big it state. was Big State, big I think. State. Big I want to go play for Big State. <laughs> I just want to go play, get the groupies. <laughs> yo, yo, let's, let's get out of here. And this, what, what do we have? What's your expectations for the rest of the um, games coming out today? For the rest of the, for the, the rest of the games for this week, actually. Um, NBA? No, I mean, um, NBA. <laughs> NFL, NFL, NFL. Not NBA just yet. So, um, what else we got on the docket? Well, I got you got Minnesota, Chicago. That game's coming on in about like 10, 15 minutes. Ten minutes. Um listen. Kirk Cousins, they call him second cousins. Second cousin has not been like listen, I'm glad he got his money. That helps the greater good with all that guaranteed money. But dang old man, he has he doesn't produce in big moments. He doesn't. And he's horrible in his division, and he's horrible against teams that have winning percentages. He kills all the scrub teams, mm-hmm. but he can't beat the good teams. That's not good when you're getting paid that kind of money. Uh, I mean, I would like to say Minnesota, but Minnesota going to Chicago, Chicago getting that loss, I'm gonna have to, I might have to go with Chicago. Then you got Jacksonville versus Denver, all that controversy going on with Jalen Ramsey. He want to get out of there. Him tired of old man Coughlin. I don't blame him. Coughlin was like, yo, you going to do what I tell you That's to do. Bad I don't know who the heck you think you are. He came up on a ticker and said he's inactive. Personal oh, he's not playing slash too. back. Yeah. More so personal, though. Exactly. <laughs> he just wants he wants to leave. Right. I might give it to Jacksonville. Jacksonville over Denver. Denver's not too good. But Jacksonville is going to Denver. I don't know what the point spread is. Next time we'll do the point spread. I'm going to go. I might have to go with Denver. If I knew what the points were. I would probably go with Jacksonville because I think they would get the points. But Denver being at home, they might get the win. Mm-hmm. A divisional game. The game that everybody's going to be watching, I'm definitely watching. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that later. Dallas versus New Orleans. Mm-hmm. That's the game you want to see. Mm-hmm. Because now Dak Prescott's actually going against a defense that's actually an NFL defense. I'm about to say defense. Right? <laughs> defense. All right. He's played a couple of scrubs. Redskins, Miami, Giants. Scrubbed them all up. Scrubbed them all up. Now he's playing New Orleans. New Orleans has a good defense and one of the loudest places to play. He's not going to be able to hear anything. I'm curious to see what New Orleans is going to do with Teddy Bridgewater. Are they going to let him open it up or he's going to dink and dink and dink? Because if he does, I give Dallas a good chance to beat him. If he's going to he, put it like this, for New Orleans to win, they have to have at least three to four big plays for the whole game. They have to make the Dallas defense play deep. Teddy Bridge was going to sit up there and throw five-yard outs, screen pass, five-yard out, dump it off to the running back. They're not going to win because Dallas is just going to be all over them because they're going to try to shut down Alvin Kamara. And Dallas's defense is going to start rolling because they're going to they're gonna feed Zeke, shut up that crowd, and then play action pass it. So, I don't know. Once again, I don't know the points is. That's why we're going to, we, you know, eventually we're going to get the points and everything so we can talk about all that. Mm-hmm. But, um... I think I, I like Dallas, man. I like Dallas going to, to New Orleans and, and getting that dub, man. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, though. I think it's going to be like 24-17 maybe around there. Twenty-four Under 24, not above. Low-scoring game, defensive battle. Those are the games. Those are the games I like. The main game I like is that Dallas-New Orleans game. That's going to really be a barometer to know what do you have in Dak Prescott. Is Dak Prescott your guy? Is he going to be able to carry this team forward? Because Dallas's Dallas's schedule is going to start getting a little harder. 
Is, is, I think they got to play. They got to play New England. I think they play the Eagles, then New England. Like, <laughs> it's not going to get easier for Dallas. So, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I really am. Tonight. Tonight's going to be a big barometer. Because if they can if they can run on them with that with Zeke, Zeke's going to get twenty plus carries. Mm-hmm. They rested him. They got they brought him in slowly. Brought him in slow versus the Giants. Brought him in slow versus the uh, Redskins. But this is the, night, a this big, the game where they like, yo, listen, we gonna need you. It's time for Zeke to we, eat. We just paid you, right? Yeah, <laughs> time for Zeke Come to eat. Show us what that fifteen million <laughs> look like. <laughs> time for Zeke to eat, baby. Fact, I agree with that. I like it. I like it. That game's at eight twenty. Eight yeah, twenty five or eight twenty. Same thing. Same thing. It's gonna be a fun one to look out to, but that's definitely gonna be a fun one to watch. And I'll call you at that to let you know how that. Oh yeah, we can. What I we think can, about that. Yeah, definitely, we could be on there. But yo, I'm none, none, nonetheless, he's <laughs> I'll be sitting right here, right here. <laughs> nonetheless, Mary Rashford Thomas. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Oh, all always the time, a, man. Always a pleasure. I love it. I love it, man. I love. I love coming on here talking sports, man. I could do this all day, every day, twenty four hours a day, not seven days a week. I give you five, six. I give you six. Six. I six need at least one day of rest. Right. <laughs> that, that that good old Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> going into Saturday morning, that 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 good old Saturday day of rest. Evening, Saturday evening, evening. My bad, my bad. I said morning, my bad. That that good old that little pocket. Even right in there. the evening, what they call that the Sabbath or something, <laughs> something along those lines. Sabbatical, Sabbatical. Sabbatical. I don't know, man. Whatever you want to call Whatever it, I need it. Call it. You, you need that little I cushion, need. that little cushion right there in there. Facts, man. Facts. Red <laughs> Pitman, always a pleasure, bro. Definitely. You've been listening to the King Belly Podcast. You can follow the King Belly Pod on Instagram and Facebook. You can subscribe to the King Belly Podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Your support is greatly appreciated. This beat was produced and engineered by Nigel Pierre Bryant. You can check out more of his records on his production page on Instagram at produced by period and.